Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical. Medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This morning, COVID's grim toll. A 15-year-old boy, the youngest victim of the New South Wales COVID outbreak, as thousands of police crack down on rule breakers. Tipping point, fresh concerns Melbourne's lockdown will be extended. More than 1,000 calls for breaches this weekend. War zone, Afghanistan's capital falls to the Taliban as our ADF troops prepare to re-enter the country. And letting their hair down, our Olympians making the most of mandatory quarantine. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. A 15-year-old boy has become the youngest Australian to die with COVID-19 as Delta continues to wreak havoc in New South Wales. Asama Sudu from Sydney's southwest was admitted to hospital with meningitis. He was also COVID positive. Another 415 cases were announced yesterday as authorities delivered a grim message. I can't stress enough the seriousness of the current situation. We are at a fork in the road. And we have to decide what path we're going to choose. Bathurst, Orange and Mudgee are all on high alert as more Sydney schools are added to the exposure list, while thousands of police and ADF troops launch their massive compliance operation today. A further lockdown extension is looming for Melbourne, with fresh doubts it will be lifted as planned on Thursday. More than 1,300 calls were made to police for COVID breaches over the weekend. Pictures of a crowded engagement party have emerged. Dozens who attended have now tested positive for the virus. Another public housing tower, a market and a school have been added to the state's growing list of exposure sites, while this year's AFL Grand Final could be moved to Perth. The federal and Queensland governments have come together agreeing to build a 1,000-bed international quarantine facility near Brisbane Airport by mid-2022. Canberra will pay for the design, construction and fit-out. The state will cover the running costs. Meantime, Queensland police are checking every car trying to enter the state from New South Wales. Hope has arrived for some Australians stuck in COVID lockdowns with one million Pfizer doses landing in the country overnight. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. More than half of these will go straight to Sydney hotspots. Yes, 530,000 doses headed straight to those 12 council areas uh, in Sydney, uh, targeting those aged under 40, identified as those peak transmitters. The doses arrived in Sydney late last night, with the government negotiating, negotiating a deal with the Polish government, with New South Wales outbreak being a key factor in their decision to release the doses. The New South Wales government welcoming the boost with younger age groups driving the COVID spread in South West Sydney. 
This will give everyone aged 20 to 39 in the 12 ELGAs the opportunity to be vaccinated. The doses will be administered through the New South Wales government system. The remaining 470,000 doses will be distributed across the country on a per capita basis in line with other shipments. The additional 1 million doses are on top of the 40 million doses already secured, with more doses from Poland expected to arrive later next week. Prime Minister Scott Morrison forced to negotiate with the European nation after approaches to the United States were knocked back. Jody. Okay, Taylor, thank you. New research has found twice as many women are taking a career hit for family than men. The survey of nearly 5,000 people shows one in four women say their career goals haven't been achieved, compared to just 18% of men. Australia is ranked 50th in the world for tackling gender inequality. A father's split-second decision to dive under his capsized boat has saved his life and that of his twin sons south of Perth. The quick-thinking dad managed to reach his emergency beacon, alerting rescuers as light faded last night. A police helicopter reached the family 12 kilometres off the coast within an hour. Police were forced to open fire as a dog attacked two elderly people in Melbourne. Officers arrived to horrific scenes. A man dead, his dog protecting his body and a second man trapped in a room. Three dogs seized by the council after police were forced to open fire and shoot dead a fourth. Nadia Appler found her son Hassan unresponsive this morning. When she tried to wake him up, his loyal dog went into protection mode and turned on her. We just heard a lot of dog barking and then we heard like they were attacking something but we didn't know what it was. A hero neighbour heard the 80-year-old's cries for help and rushed across the road. He's um, sort of like the neighbourhood watch type guy, so he's very friendly, waves all the time. He was also attacked. Police were quickly called in as her other son remained trapped. And were confronted by the out-of-control dog. The canine tried to attack the officers. They used OC spray, but it didn't work, resorting to their gun and firing a number of shots. Oh, it's just terrible. It's unbelievable. You don't, you know, it's really sad. Sadly, Mr Appler died inside the home from unrelated causes. Police say had they not arrived when they did, this tragic attack could have been so much worse. The officers are now being praised for their quick thinking efforts at a horrific scene. Everyone that's got to deal with it, it'll be horrible. So I wouldn't like to be in the position they had to go into the house in. Ms Appler and her neighbour remain in hospital tonight as she begins to process the loss of her son and her pet dogs. Cassie Zervos, 7 News. A disturbed night's sleep can be tiring, frustrating and in the long term seriously harmful. Now new Australian first technology is helping children with breathing difficulties get the rest they need and their parents too. For Morgan, going to sleep isn't as simple as closing her eyes. It's dangerous. The eight-year-old needs a machine to help keep her airway open. Well, she's got severe scoliosis, she's got no ribs on one side, so she just needs a bit of extra support at night time to help expand, expand her lungs. A lot of the time, the masks don't fit properly. That can be very painful, and it means kids are missing out on a proper, restful sleep. Her eye um, on the left side, because the air was leaking through there, um, it was causing a lot of teariness, irritation. The solution? Customised masks. 
and I don't even know that it's on. Instead of your stock standard. And sometimes in children, they you can't make them do what's not comfortable. They'll rip it off at night and it alarms and it wakes the whole family up. It's the brainchild of an ear, nose and throat surgeon from PCH and a team of bioengineers from Royal Perth. It starts with a face scan, then it's onto the computer for the design. 3D printers pump out a replica of the child's face and the mould, which is then injected with silicon. It's like a, an off-the-rack suit versus a tailor-made suit. It's patient-specific, it will, it will not leak, it will not cause pressure sores. Mass production isn't on the cards just yet, but a bigger trial is in the works that will hopefully help fine-tune and speed up the process. Turnaround time is about uh, a couple of weeks and each mask costs about $300. The hope that one day it'll be available to every Australian child who requires it for a better night's sleep. Jordan Cuts, 7 News. The debate about shark nets on Australian beaches has been reignited. More than 100 protesters turned out on the Gold Coast yesterday after a young whale became trapped last week at Coolangatta. The nets are really old school. Um, they don't do anything. The sharks swim around them. I don't think they do anything. Protesters promise to keep the pressure on until they get change. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading slightly up this morning. The Nasdaq is also up. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX lost. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,781 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 68 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 73.71 US cents, 80 Japanese yen and $1 for New Zealand. The Taliban takeover of Afghanistan appears to be almost complete, with its forces reaching the capital, Kabul. Negotiations are underway with the Afghan government to secure a handover of power. The Americans want to avoid a Saigon moment, but today there was more than a hint of comparable chaos here in Kabul. U.S. helicopters flying over the city were dropping chaff flares for fear of Taliban anti-aircraft fire. The choppers were flying between the U.S. Embassy and the airport, which for foreigners is the only way out of the capital. These pictures show Taliban leaders in the capital itself getting a warm welcome. How many people are genuine supporters and how many were frightened into this adulation isn't clear. The Taliban commander said Kabul had been conquered and that under Sharia law everyone's health and wealth would be secured. The speed of their advance has been shocking. They've achieved in days what the Americans predicted would take them weeks. Yet another thing the United States got wrong here. So, in the space of little more than a week, the Taliban have taken control of pretty much all of Afghanistan. Repeatedly, President Joe Biden has urged the Afghan army to fight, but it hasn't. The British and the Americans have spent billions trying to train and equip an effective Afghan army. But the policy has been an abject failure and allowed for the Islamist takeover of this country. The streets of Kabul are far quieter than normal, with many residents not daring to venture out. Women in particular are noticeable by their absence. Everybody is scared actually, so especially women. 
and uh, they, they, have, they are experiencing actually uh, democracy for years and years and now if they are getting abandoned then uh, it will be something new for them, that's why they are scared. Amid the confusion, the Afghan government was negotiating its surrender. A transitional administration will be Taliban-led. The American military intervention in this country was originally called Operation Enduring Freedom. What a misnomer, for it's ended up anything but. Former NRL star Sam Burgess has revealed he's now sober after a well-documented battle with drugs and alcohol led to a 28-day stint in rehab. Burgess pleaded guilty after a roadside test found cocaine in his system back in February. In his first interview since then, the retired Rabbitohs captain says that charge was the straw that broke the camel's back. Rescue crews in Haiti are picking through the rubble in a desperate search for earthquake survivors. More than 300 people were killed and 1,800 injured when the 7.2 magnitude quake shook the Caribbean island. A month-long state of emergency has been declared. Torrential rain has triggered mudslides and floods across western Japan. Three people are presumed dead and more than 500 homes have been damaged. The banks of several major rivers burst after record rainfall. More than a million people have been urged to evacuate with more heavy rain forecast for the coming days. A major wildfire burning in Utah has forced thousands of residents to flee their homes. Water bombing aircraft have been brought in to help douse the flames. Hot and windy conditions are hampering efforts by firefighters to bring the blaze under control. A quick recap of sport now. The Dockers moved closer to the finals after beating the Eagles by 15 points. West Coast's horror night got even worse with midfielder Tim Kelly leaving the game before half-time with a knee injury. The injuries are rolling in as Sharks prop Andrew Fafita has been rushed to hospital with a throat injury, suffered during his side's two-point loss to the Knights. Newcastle is waiting on the results of star Daniel Saifiti's knee injury. Tottenham Hotspur have taken down reigning Premier League champions Manchester City 1-0 in their season opener. Superstar and England captain Harry Kane was left out of the Spurs team, but it didn't seem to matter to striker Son Heung-min. It's just the third time in Premier League history the prior season's winners have lost the season opener. Cricket Australia has given the green light for its star players to return to the Indian Premier League in September. The competition may impact their preparations for the 2020 World Cup, with both tournaments being held shortly after each other in the UAE. The lucrative competition was postponed in May amid a worsening COVID crisis in India. No crowds at the Olympic diving, but they turned out in their thousands for cliff diving with a difference in Norway. Competitors on song at the Oslo Opera House, spinning, tumbling and twisting from a 27-metre drop off a 30-metre platform, the world's highest. Thankfully, no Greg Luganis moments as Romanians dominated the podium. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, brisk southwesterly winds in the wake of a cold front will trigger showers in southeast and south Australia, southeast New South Wales, Victoria and Tasmania, and highland snow. Troughs and onshore winds should cause showers in eastern and northern Queensland and northwestern WA. A broad high will keep the rest of the country dry. 
Around the capitals today, mostly sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 26 degrees. Sunny and 22 in Sydney. Partly cloudy, a top of 13 in Canberra. Showers and 14 in Melbourne. Showers and a top of just 9 in Hobart. Partly cloudy, 16 degrees in Adelaide. Sunny and 24 in Perth. And sunny and 35 in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Monday the 16th of August.